Hey, it's one o'clock already. Welcome back to the show. Sorry for that weird morning episode. It's just something I've been thinking about a lot lately, and I've been seeing occasional updates on, and it's just... I don't know. Something I wanted to touch on. But now we have a different story. So, Biden's vaccine mandate. It's not doing well. It is like a little kid in a ring with Mike Tyson. It's getting the shit beat out of it. Places are seeing massive employees quit. The great resignation is what they're calling it now. People quitting left, right, and center, and these jobs are having a hard time keeping people. So now they're just going back on it and refusing to enforce the mandate. They're starting to change shit around. Bring back employees and add back to the workforce. They're even paying people extra if they come back to the job, and they'll even apologize for trying to get you to enforce the mandate. <laughs> now me, I would look at them like, nah, the fact that you can consider that briefly for a minute makes me not want to come back. That would at least be a conversation I had with people. And a heads up, if you're listening to this, if your boss issues a vaccine mandate, just know, or just know, if anything bad happens to you, you can take them to court, and they are on the line for that shit, legally speaking. They think for schools, that, like public schools, and they demand a vaccine, they are actually on the hook for anything bad that happens to that kid. True story. The teachers union, right? I talked about this on my last episode where I did an update on the Biden vaccine mandate. The teachers union got waved out of that. Why? Because the teachers union is all powerful. Now, a new group, right? Originally, everyone had to get the vaccine. Everyone, no requirements, no, no religious exemptions, no medical exemptions, no nothing. It was a blanket mandate. And then it came out that you can't force the presidential cabinet to do it, legislative, executive, and judicial branch. None of them can do it. None of them. You can't make the Supreme Court do it. You can't make Congress or Senate or the presidential or any of their staffs do it. So that was the first go. Then the teachers union was the second one to go get the exemption. And then the original mandate even went out of its way to say that... Illegal immigrants were exempt from it, and everyone was like, I can't believe this. I totally can. They don't even know how many illegal immigrants there actually are in this goddamn country right now. What border? We have no fucking border anymore. But frankly, I'm not, I'm saying this not as my suggestion, but if a, a bunch of trigger happy motherfuckers wanted to go human hunting, the border's a good place to go. It's a joke, of course. It's a joke. Hawk, hawk. Yuck, yuck. Now. COVID-19 vaccines will not be required for NBA players ahead of new season per report. That's the episode for today. Welcome to Inside Four Walls, the one o'clock upload. I am your host, James Madison, and let's get right into this shit. From CBS NBA. COVID-19 vaccines will not be required for NBA players ahead of new season per report. Referees and all teams and arena personnel who interact with the players are required to get vaccinated. So the players, no. Referees, yes. One of the biggest questions heading into 2021 and 2022 NBA season was if the league would require players to get vaccinated against COVID-19. And on Tuesday, we got our answer. The league will not require vaccinations for the players, according to Baxter Holmes and Adrian Wojowski. 
Wojnarowski. Listen, as someone who is damn near 60% German, I refuse to wrap my tongue around your Polak-ass name. Nine. <laughs> Actually, my family fled. Uh, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, there's a lot of... My family fought Nazis, despite me being so damn German. Ah, on Tuesday we got our. Oh, I already read that part. But it's, yeah, W O J N A R O W S S K I, Wojnarski, Wojnarowski, of ESPN. The National Basketball Players Association, the NBA Association has reportedly refused to budge from its stance against mandatory shots for players. While players won't be required to get vaccinated, a vast majority already have been. Around 80, 85% of the league's players are vaccinated. A league spokesman said recently, quote, or said recently via the New York Times, unvaccinated players will be subject to a much stricter set of health and safety protocols compared to their vaccinated peers. So segregation. There will be segregations inside the NBA. Interesting. And with, with how many... The NBA is like, what, 90% black? So you'll have to segregate where people who aren't vaccinated will be treated differently than people who are vaccinated. So you'll have like... God, this is going to sound bad, but you're going to have like field people and house people? Mmm. Mmm. wonder how that's going to play out. I'm just happy the NBA is falling apart, man. All these American sports leagues are just crumbling. Thank fucking God. You know who isn't fading or crumbling? Well, I guess Dana White did let that fucking tranny beat the shit out of a woman, didn't he? At uh, at the UFC fight. But Dana White, for the most part, has not bent at all, really. To understanding, the woman who fought the male actually... Wanted to as well. Like they both wanted to fight, so he was like, "All right, bitch, your concussion." But this is interesting. A league spokesperson said recently via New York Times, unvaccinated players will be subject to much stricter set of health and safety protocols compared to their vaccinated peers. I'm curious what that's going to look like. Will they be wearing masks on the court? Because that does affect your oxygen levels to the point where we've seen people collapse from it. I mean, we have that story about Olympic runner who collapsed. Olympic runner mask. Yeah, Rio Rancho runner collapses at cross uh collapses during mask cross country competition. What was it? Head of running exercise, Adam Donsolin collapsed with his last steps of the race. His family heard from the doctors, has them raising questions of the runner wearing a mask throughout the competition with COVID-19 considerations in mind. Mandatory mask wearing was a first for this entire year for high school runners competition state. Following the publication of a recent study suggesting mask wearing can affect performance during exercise. Duh, I mean, you're not getting oxygen. At the time, you're just rebreathing the same shit you just exhaled. I mean, I feel like that's kind of a duh statement, you know? Oh, Jesus. 
do do trying to find out what he what's called mask wearing a very long running miles of high intensity and we're able to compete at high level I think it shows an example of a sport where it could be very difficult to wear a mask and athletes were a- weren't able to succeed because they weren't able to get enough oxygen. Uh, I'm not trying to read this whole article, but I cannot find... There's a, a specific disease or a specific medical term for, uh, uh, for when you're not getting enough oxygen specifically from exercising and you collapse. And I'm not seeing it mentioned on here. Unfortunately, that sucks. Anyway, uh, where was I? Unvaccinated players will be subject to much stricter set of health and safety protocols compared to their vaccinated peers. A league won't uh won't test fully vaccinated players regularly this season. Per Shams Charia uh, of the uh, Athletic. Charina. Shams Charina of the Atlantic. Or of the Athletic. Earlier this month, the league told teams that new local COVID 19 restrictions in New York, San Francisco, New York and San Francisco regarding vaccine requirements will be enforced for members of the teams in those cities. Golden State Warriors, Brooklyn Nets, and the New York Knicks, including players, unless there is an approved medical or religious exemption per ESPN. Unlike the players, NBA referees are required to be fully vaccinated for the upcoming season regarding referees. The league released the following statement. The NBA announced today that it has reached an agreement with the National Basketball Referee Association. All these fucking unions. Requiring vaccinations for all refugees working NBA games during the 2021-2022 season. The agreement specifies that all referees must be fully vaccinated unless... They have a religious or medical exemption. The referees have also agreed to take recommended boosters. I actually have another story about that I'll be doing tomorrow. Any referee who does not get vaccinated and is not exempt will be ineligible to work games. In addition, refer- in addition to referees, the league is requiring that all teams and arena personnel who regularly interact with players, teams being like the people that support the actual players, so like, you know, player steps out, they rush, give them the water bottle, the cold towel, that kind of shit. Teams. Basically, pit crew for the basketball players who watch NASCAR. That kind of shit. NASCAR is such a bullshit sport, by the way. I'm going to stand it. Oh my god, a left turn. Another left turn. Another left turn. What the fuck's going to happen next? I don't know, Johnny, but I'm on the edge of my seat with this fucking suspense. And this hot-ass Florida heat. Oh my god, he made a left turn at 80 miles a fucking hour. Whoa! Fucking hate NASCAR. Drag racing is cool though. And a side note, I can't uh, I can't remember the name of the driver. 
mom was friends with this guy. He was a race car driver, became a drag racer, and then we were at a bar. She was like, oh, I know him. And then we saw the car accelerate, and it fucking blew up, and she saw her friend burn alive on national television. Fucking wild, dude. I felt really bad for her, too, because she like, I haven't spoken to him in years. And then, boom! Kiddo, what's up? Uh, not too much. I'm gonna ask you a question that's kind of a downer. Okay, well, I have someone in the car, so think, is it something you can ask publicly? Yeah. Okay. Uh, your friend, we were at, me and you were at the bar, it was years ago, we were watching the drag races, and, and, uh, that car exploded, you said you knew the guy who was driving the car. Who was that? That was Coletta's kid. That was, uh, Scott Coletta's kid? Okay. Yeah, I was just talking about it on the podcast, and I couldn't remember uh, who it was. I just remember you telling me like you knew that guy when. Uh... Yeah. Well, I know. I know his dad. <laughs> yeah, cause he used to race his dad, right? That's who Nancy works for. No, I know that, but you know his dad because he used to race him, right? What? His dad. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Okay. Uh, that's all. I was just curious, and, it was, and I couldn't get it off the head because I couldn't figure out who it was. Yeah, no. Well, we used to race at the same racetrack. Oh, okay. Yeah, when I was racing motorcycles, he was he used to he used to race there too. Oh, okay. And then he also raced at Detroit. And then he most then he mostly went out west. But we also use the same speed chop and some other stuff. Okay. That's all. I I just couldn't figure out who it was. Yeah, you go ahead and Google it. It's Connie Collada is the dad. So you should be able to figure it out from there. Okay. Cool. Thank you. And Collada is spelled with a K. Not a C. Okay. All right. Anything else, my love? Uh, nope, that's it, Mom. Thank you. You're welcome. Alrighty, drive safe. Love you, bye. Bye. Alright, so that that's who it was. Tommy Coletta. Yeah, it was weird, too. Because we were just sitting there. We had just got on our food. Dude's drag race had popped up. He used to do NASCAR, I believe. And then his car came up. Mom was like, oh, I knew that guy. And then not even like a second later, he's engulfed in flames because his fucking car exploded. Wild how that shit happens. I don't know if I'm actually going to use this in the clip. Ah, fuck it. I'll keep it in there. Why not? A little inside in my background. Anyway. Uh, who regularly interact with the players and referees will be are to be vaccinated. Per the ath, uh, athletics, Shams Charina, uh, Chariana, that includes coaches, front office members, medical and equipment staff, players development, and team and arena security, social media team members, PR employees, and those who work 
at the scorer's table must all be vaccinated. Jesus fucking Christ. And start tattooing numbers on people's forearms next. It also includes any personnel who will work near the court, like broadcasters and photographers, back of the house teams and arena operators, will also be required to be vaccinated. The deadline for team personnel to be fully vaccinated is is October 1st, per ESPN's Brian Windhurst and Tim Bontemps. With the majority of the players and virtually all team and arena personnel vaccinated, the league is clearly hoping that it won't have to postpone nearly as many games as it did a season ago. Yeah, you mean 2020 when there was like no fucking season? And then when there was, it was like a short season and all you did was fucking yell the national anthem and spout your woke propaganda bullshit? Oh no. Uh, what's this? Is this a separate article right here? Yep, and that's the end of that article. Now, I want to go into the teachers' union real quick. Now, if you just Google, uh, teachers exempt from Biden vaccine mandate, and then you go up to tools and you make it so it shows you only things in the past week, you're going to see Texas, Florida, New York, California, Ohio, Virginia, West Virginia. You take your fucking pick, right? And of all of them, I you know I already have a preference for like the smaller local news networks instead of the big national news networks because the local news network has less of a narrative it wants to run with because it assumes not many people on a world scale are actually reading it. So you get a lot less bullshit involved. And there's a lot less of opinions put in there. It's a lot more of like, this is what they said, this is what they said, these are what the details are. I, I like it better that way. So, from KCTV5, a CBS local station. Not local to me, it's local to Missouri. Missouri school employees exempt from federal vaccine mandate. Kansas still reviewing. Yeah, now, you read these on any of the other websites. Pick your school district, pick your state. You're going to find an exact similar story to this. Kansas City. President Biden's sweeping vaccination mandate will not apply to schools. COVID vaccine could be approved for kids 5 to 11 by Halloween. Yeah, bullshit. That's actually going to be uh, either... I'll aim make that the 8 o'clock upload. For not today, but tomorrow. It's after midnight now. Missouri Department of Health and Education. Department of Education clarified the matter in a statement to KCTV5. Quote, Mandatory vaccinations for teachers and school personnel is a matter determined at the local level by policy voted on by the local boards of education. From the information and interpretation of DESE, DESE officials have seen, at this time, we do not believe mandates announced last week by President Biden apply to Missouri schools or their districts. And quote, schools receive federal funds and certainly have hundreds, if not thousands, of employees, but schools are not considered a business. Teachers and staffs are public employees, meaning tax dollars go into your kid being brainwashed. They are not federal employees, so the federal mandate does not apply. 
it's something teachers, administrators, and unions quickly understood, but perhaps not parents. Quote, I don't think that there is anyone in the state that has accurate numbers of how many teachers have been vaccinated, explained Todd Fuller of Missouri State Teachers Association. Well, that's sort of because it's like private, uh, privileged medical information between a doctor, a patient, and their fucking family. And whoever the fucking patient decides to give that kind of information the fuck to. Turns out, bitch, it ain't you. Who'da thunk it? Right? Jesus. Missouri data reveals that 63.9% of all Missouri adults have been have had at least one shot. Any decision regarding mandates will likely be made at the local level, much like mask mandates. There are more than 70,000 teachers across Missouri. KCTV5 reached out to Kansas for reached out to Kansas for clarification on its interpretation of the mandate. Here is a statement sent in response, quote, "We are in the process of reviewing the mandate, so we have no current position." Additionally, we reached out to Chris Hernandez with the City Communications Office for KCMO regarding the president's announcement on vaccine mandates, he said, quote, we are, waiting, we are waiting further guidance from the federal government on vaccine requirements. Our goal is to ensure that we are fully compliant. You status cock sleeve cuck. Please, Mr. Government, we'll be good. We'll obey you, Mr. Government. Just tell us what to do with our own bodies, Mr. Government. We'll be really good. Promise we got the kids in masks, even though CDC says kids don't have to be wearing masks. Dude, this dad, I was leaving the uh, plasma place today, and I got a story about that. I had to talk to somebody there because this should get out of hand. But you know, there's a Myers down the street, and I'm walking to the plasma place with the Myers because you know, I like getting the Gatorade and a little bit of a subway thing. You think you get blood or plasma, you want to get some drink, fill your shit up, and it's recommended too. And there's this dad not wearing a mask, and he's walking with these three little kids, all masked up, and they're all double masked and shit. And one of them's wearing a face shield. I'm just like, you know, the CDC says I have to wear any of that shit. He goes, "Cool, dude, thanks." And I was like, "Yeah, man, no problem. You're welcome." And he said with his attitude, and I just greeted him with the, "I want this feel that when you hit me with attitude, I'm gonna jokingly hit you back with some shit." And I was like, "Yeah, man, no problem. You know, I figured you're probably following the science, but you know, I thought I'd let you know that it was updated about a year ago." And this dude made an ass in front of himself, or made an ass of himself in front of his kids. He started yelling, like, didn't you fucking tell me how to raise my fucking kids? And I was like, I never told you how to raise your kids. I just said what the CDC said. What kind of, a, what kind of example are you sending for your kids, yelling and cussing at strangers who just made a passing comment? You're trying to tell me what I need to do with my fucking kids. And I'm like, no, no, but if you want me to, man, you should probably quit cussing around your kids. You're sending a bad influence for them. You know, next thing you know, you're going to have a teacher... Teachers gonna be like, you know, you should be wearing, uh, you should be wearing your shirt. The kids is gonna start yelling at him about how the teachers trying to tell him how to live his life. You're really setting a bad precedent for your children going forward, man. He just, and then he like yanked his fucking daughter by the arm. You like made that poor little girl fucking faceplant on the goddamn ground. And some part of me was morbidly like, do it. And she hits the ground. I'm like, what a horrible parent you are. I was gonna double down on it. You know, I, I'm really trying to take the Norm McDonald approach of, well. uh, well, well, you got these dads that love their parent, love their kids so much that they just, you know, they, they go with their gut instinct instead of the science. That's, that's how much they care about them. 
completely off topic. But anyway, we're waiting for further guidance from the federal government on vaccine requirements. Our goal is to ensure that we are fully cucked, I mean compliant. Uh, fortunately, more than 66% of our employees are already vaccinated. That's well above the state average. Also, we have been holding vaccination clinics at a at various work sites and city facilities to make it easier for employees to get vaccinated. I hate that shit. Dude, there's a Walmart down the street, and they just got, like, this fucking... I don't know. If you go to, like, community colleges or college campus, and you go inside, and they have, like, those little, like, tent things, you know, it's, like, more, more of, like, a... Uh... Kazebo kind of thing. You got, like, the metal folding legs, and the guy that got white like canopy above you and then they got that full of table. Dude, there are people there just doing vaccines outside Myers like that. And I could not think of a sketchier shit than that, man. Like, you know, if you want to get a fucking flu shot, you have to go at least into like a CVS or a Walgreens and fill out some paperwork. They're, they're just asking you to see your ID, give you a vaccine, man. And you know, it's funny, I have that in mind, but when I talk to people who tell me they're vaccinated, I have I know people who say they're like triple vaccinated quadruple vaccinated and shit. I'm just like, you're not supposed to be. And they're like, man, you're not vaccinated once. What do you know? I'm like, uh, enough that I'm not vaccinated once. I got the antibodies. I'm good. Jesus. Fuck. You know, they got like, uh, Myers and then you see them these fast food restaurants. Sometimes you see like food truck looking places that do the vaccines. And sometimes when we tell you what the vaccine is, you just go in, you fill out like a little waiver and then you get the fucking shot. That's so sketchy. I just don't trust it like at all. Not even one iota of trust is in that shit. I just, it, it's so sketchy, you know, and people are just trusting. They're just going in. Getting their vaccines at these little fly-by-night pop-up vaccine fucking shill shelters, shill centers all over the fucking place. Looking like it's a goddamn repair your chipped windshield for free in a fucking Best Buy parking lot looking thing. And it's just like, my God. I see people getting it. It's always like these double-masked, pink-haired looking feminist cunts. Or these scrawny, not fat, not in shape. Just these noodly-ass, gangly dudes sitting there getting their fucking vaccines. And they're getting them at these unauthorized, popped-overnight shit. And who God knows where they got their vaccines from, right? Like, I've talked to these people before, and they just... The people performing it can't tell me the first thing about these vaccines. They even tell me about the needle, the healing process, how to take care, care of it after you get the shot. But they can't tell me what is in the vaccine. At all. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe, ooh, maybe I'll do that. Take my GoPro with me and just go talk to these places and, like, secretly film them while I talk to them. They're doing it in parking lots, so it's technically public property, right? I don't know. I'll have to, uh, I got a lawyer. Like, he's not my lawyer, but he's a friend of the family that's been a long-time attorney. And he's done all sorts of shit. Maybe he would know. I'll have to ask him about it. Interesting. Anyway, that brings me to the last article for today's episode or for this one o'clock upload from the new york times well from times magazine well, not the new york times it's separate but like time magazine station new york or whatever from time magazine why 
national teachers unions won't support vaccine mandates. Or sorry, why national teachers unions support vaccine mandates but won't require them. Major wave of COVID cases hit in the United States, our way of life, as we knew it, was being upended. This was a- so you got a bunch of these random-ass, know-nothing-fucking-children reading scripts at the top of your Times article talking about COVID. Dude, I doubt these retarded, common core, programmed robots even know how to tie their own fucking shoes. Please. I have no faith in anybody who goes to public education centers. Like, I, I went to public school, and I dropped out of that bitch. I dropped out of that bitch right before senior year. I'll tell that story. I'll, uh, I'll make that my fire clock upload. I tell the story. I think it's humorous. But anyway, let's get into this article. This is by Charlotte Alter with her little fucking goofy ass Twitter handle. Senior correspondent at Times, paperback of uh, of the ones we've been waiting for out from Viking Books. Ugh, that's a bunch of trash. Anyway. Yep, from uh, Charlotte Alter. This fall, as many schools across the country are planning to reopen for full in-person learning, parents and educators are bracing for the third straight school year to be disrupted by COVID-19. Something that disturbs me is there's like these articles where all these parents are asking for their kids to be held back or at least given some sort of like catch up because they missed like a year and a half of school. So all these kids are way behind on shit and these kids are just moving them on, just moving them on anyway. So you have a bunch of kids going to the next grade, being tested for the next grade, not even knowing what the fuck they're doing. Anyway. And yet, according to one survey at the, uh, at the Center for Reinventing Public Education, not such a sketchy thing, the Center for Reinventing Public Education, of the 100 biggest urban school, urban, urban, typically meaning black, black and poor, urban, I hate the word urban, man, fucking hate it. I should go around and just ask people they make of the word urban. That'd be an interesting video, I think. 100 of the biggest urban school districts in the nation. Only 13 have some requirement that teachers be vaccinated. Just seven of those. Chicago's, Denver, D.C., Portland, Seattle, Los Angeles. Duh. And as of Monday, New York City, all the most progressive, liberal shit heaps on the planet, had made the vaccine requirement universal for all school staff, which means that the vast majority of the biggest school districts in the country are allowing at least some unvaccinated teachers into the classrooms, even if they have other safety requirements like testing or masking. Quote, This should have been part of the discussion six months ago when teachers were asking for priority vaccinations, says Robin Lake. Robin Lake. You know, like, porn stars have names like, like, uh, like gushing Julia, shit like that. Robin Lake sounds like a porn star equivalent of like what a professional, like a yoga instructor would be. 
I like professional porn stars have that porn name. A professional yoga instructor would have a name like Robin Lake. Executive director of the Center for Reinventing Public Education at the University of Washington, which tracks vaccinated and masking requirements around the country. Quote, it should have gone hand in hand with an agreement that if teachers are prioritized for vaccinations, then all of their teachers will be vaccinated. End quote. After a summer of equivocating both of the biggest national teachers unions both of the biggest national teachers unions have come out in support of vaccine mandates kind of the leaders of the American Federation of Teachers the AFT and the National Education Association the NEA have encouraged all teachers to get vaccinated. Both unions have launched major vaccin- vaccination incentives and initiatives. And both boast roughly 90% of their teachers have already received the vaccine. <laughs> but both unions are advocating for a policy of either mandatory vaccines or regular testing with large, with language that leaves room for local unions to negotiate these requirements with the school districts which means the national unions are caught between public posture and the inconsistent wishes of their local chapters, resulting in a sort of double-speak. They're a union. Duh. They say they're supporting vaccine mandates, but they're stopping short of demanding that every school district in America require every teacher to be vaccinated. See, I went to places... I went to Ipsy High, right? A very, uh, most of the teachers there are black. Black people in America have, I don't say African American, because most of the people, most of the black people in America are not African American. They're American. Now, if you're born in Africa and you move to America, then you're African American. But if you're born here, guess what? You're American. It's that fucking simple, sweetheart. Most black Americans are vaccine hesitant, as the word you would go. I think anybody with a fucking brain, the ability to do some research, might be a little hesitant. The question of whether to require teachers' vaccinations ahead of the school year is becoming a matter of increasing urgency. As the Delta variant, fuck off, rips through the, na- rips through the nation. Early studies suggest the Delta variant is more contagious than the earlier iteration of the virus. But you're going to leave out that it's nowhere, it's even less lethal than the other one that was already fucking nothing. Reports of child infections have skyrocketed. No, they haven't. All the available vaccines are safe to use. No, they're not. Significantly, uh, again, I have previous episodes where I go over the vaccines individually one by one. Just look that shit up. Go dig through my history. I was just putting the description of what the episode's about. It's in there somewhere. It's probably like a month old. Ah, significantly, uh, vaccines are safe to use, significantly reduce infection rates. No, they actually don't. They do not seem to significantly reduce infection rates. Actually, quite the opposite. They seem to make you an asymptomatic super spreader. And drastically reduce the incidence of severe symptoms and death. But children under age 12 are not yet eligible for vaccination. Which is why teachers, uh, which is why there's 
such a focus on vaccinating the adults around them. But the patchwork nature of the education policy means that regulations are often hammered out on the district-by-district or state-by-state basis, leaving some schools vulnerable to rules that rules defined by the anti-vaccine sentiment uh, entrenched in certain parts of the country. Still, the more the momentum may be shifting towards stricter vaccine mandates. On Monday, the FDA granted full approval of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine. Let me translate that. The government has weaponized the FDA and approved some shit without long-term testing. Because none of these went through a phase four, let alone a full long-term study. None of them have. In fact, all the vaccines have been recalled multiple times. The same day, the New York City, the same day that New York City, the the nation's largest school district, announced that it was requiring all school employees to be vaccinated. The unions are in a difficult position. The national unions hesitant to embrace vaccine mandates has hurt their reputation on the national scale and anything that might hamper the local unions bargaining power (laughs) the experts say that it's very rare for national unions to do anything that would tie the hands of their local chapters quote national unions don't want to usurp local bargaining power if they come out in favor of a mandate that could weaken the locals' position in bargaining, says Brad Mariano, assistant professor of education policy and leadership at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Swing state. Interesting. Quote, They're walking a really fine line balancing the local power of their unions against public perception. End quote. In their most recent resolution on vaccines in schools, the AFT, or, uh, yeah, AFT, I couldn't remember what it stood for, encouraged all educators to be vaccinated, but didn't call for a strict nationwide mandate, instead stating that, quote, as employees establish those vaccination policies, employees must have a voice in addressing the impact of workers though bargaining or other forms of consolation, the NEA, or uh, National Education Agency, I believe is what NEA NEA stands for, I can't remember right now, is also encouraging all educators to get vaccinated while leaving room for local unions to negotiate their own mandates. The AFT president, Randy Weingarten, has been vocal about her personal support for mandates. Status bitch. But the resolution, she says, came from compromise and a desire to leave the room for teachers who can't be vaccinated for medical reasons. Quote, it is the language that I could get uh, unanimity for. She tells time. She tells the time. But, The point, she insists, is that the local school district implemented vaccine mandates. The AFT won't fight them. (laughs) Quote, What you see in this resolution is that we're working with our employees. We're not opposing them, she says. The NEA is taking a similar approach. Quote, 
everyone who can be vaccinated should be vaccinated, says the NEA, President Becky Pringle. What a stupid fucking name. Still, she adds, quote, any decision about requirements that school districts make, they need to be working with educators. They need to be at the table where collective bargaining is possible. End quote. But researchers say that requiring school districts to negotiate vaccine requirements with the union is slowing down the mandate process. Quote, in order for districts to work through those questions, they have to go back to the bargaining table often, says Lake. Quote, if districts mandate vaccines or other requirements for teachers, the teachers are going to want to bargain those requirements almost always. The district would rather not have to bargain right now. They have a lot on their plates, end quote. All of this has contributed to the complex patchwork COVID-19 regulations just as the school year is beginning, with positions quickly changing amid shifting state and local requirements. Some local unions, like the New York State, or the, uh, like the New York United States Teacher, United state uh fuck sorry new york state united teachers my bad on that one i fumbled that pretty hard didn't i have opposed the vaccine mandates while others are busy fighting for making protections a social making protections or social distancing you know what if you want to get you want to get vaccinated i fully endorse you to socially distance the fuck away from me I like to practice socialism distancing. In many conservative districts, vaccine mandates aren't even on the table, no matter what the national unions say. In those regions, teachers are fighting simply to get school districts to require basic safety precautions like masks, which means that while the national battle may be over vaccine mandates, the fight is on the local level. Can, uh, level can be about anything from masking to social distancing to air filtration. Quote, I don't think teachers' unions in place where they don't want the vaccine mandate are pushing for vaccine mandates, says Leslie Lavery, an associate professor at McCluster College, McCluster College, who studied education policy. The national unions say, quote, can say one thing, but they don't have a ton of top-down authority. And so what happens across the country depends on what local unions want. For now, Weinsgarten encouraging vaccine requirements while allowing room for locals to negotiate was the best way to move the ball forward nationwide. Quote, it was the most effective way to move the policy agenda. She says, quote, since all of this is done locally. And that is the end of this article. So, and that's also the end of this episode. Thank you for coming back to listening to the podcast. Uh, there might be a 5 o'clock upload. Check for that. I'm pretty tired right now, so I'm going to try and grab a nap. I'll see you guys later. Peace.